0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 42 of a Clean Skate podcast, a Dallas Stars podcast, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. And this is going to be a bit of a different episode. We unfortunately have no games to talk about because at the time I'm recording this, the Dallas Stars are currently beating the Arizona Coyotes I hopefully come away with the win in that one. We've been playing well up to now. We've got a power play goal. So hopefully we should be able to skate away with a victory over the Desert Dogs. But I won't be able to talk about it in this episode. So I will be talking about it in Monday's episode. So don't worry about that and we have a few upcoming games then i figured i'm going to talk about this everything is going to be in this podcast in reverse order we still got an interview which is really going to be the meat of this episode so i figure i will talk about you know the news first and then the upcoming games and then we can get you guys right to the interview so you guys can't enjoy that and that is going to be the episode so like i said we've got a couple of upcoming games not really upcoming but currently playing like i said The Stars and Coyotes are battling it out. Hopefully we come away with the victory in that one. The then Stars have a big measuring stick game on Friday versus the St. Louis Blues at home. This is it. This is for top spot in the Central Division, top spot in the West. This is what we are going to be measuring our team against. These are a potential playoff matchup. The implications for this game are huge. Not to mention, I really want the Stars to win so I can get even more chirping rights so I can chirp at Tom from the Blue Notes podcast on Twitter because I think we're starting to get him a little scared, guys. I tweeted at him when the Stars tied tied them up in the standings there. I was like, do you hear the stampede coming? And he seemed genuinely a little nervous. So if the Stars can come away with a victory, this one will only give me more ammunition to be just more obnoxious. So... That is a really big game and then we've got another divisional opponent less big or important as the Blues we come up against the Chicago Blackhawks it is always fun to beat Chicago so I will be excited to watch that one that is a matinee on Sunday, so hopefully the boys are up in time for that one. Uh, we've got a little bit of news with trade deadline coming up and getting closer. More and more trades are going. Uh, this was a big week for defensemen. Alec Martinez was traded to Vegas for two second round picks. Brendan Dillon was traded to the Capitals for a second and a third. Tyler Toffoli was traded to the Canucks in change for tim schaller uh tyler madden and a second and a conditional pick marco Scandella was traded to st louis so we should see him in the stars blues game uh de was traded to the jets so you know a lot of you know smaller minor defensemen were tossed around i believe mulligan was traded from the panthers to the uh, leafs so you'll see a lot of these smaller trades happening but the big ones were the ones i touched on so i am excited to see what the rest of the nhl has for us as we inch closer and closer to trade deadline i you know don't expect much to happen for the stars this trade deadline i really don't think that they make really any moves they might make one or two uh, we talk a lot bit about it in the interview. I heard some rumors that you know maybe Hudobin's name was floating out there, and I don't think the stars are even going to consider you know trading Hudobin or again I don't think they're going to really move any of their pieces at all. I think they might make a tiny move here or there, maybe address some small depth issues, but unless they can go out and just get like a really good top six winger without losing too much, I, I don't think they even look at doing something like that. So now I'm going to get us over to the main course of this episode. Fan favorite returning guest. We have the Bayou Bender returns on the podcast. This time we are talking about all things hockey and he comes with a very special guest. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this one. Uh, I know I always enjoy talking to him. It is a blast having him on. So here it is. Welcome back the Bayou Bender. All right, everyone, we have a special guest. The uh, returning guest, uh, a fan favorite, we have the Bayou Bender. And, Bender, you come with a special guest uh, this week. He's coming with his cousin, Cody, who was at a recent Dallas Stars game. So, welcome on to uh, the Dallas Stars podcast, guys.
1: What's going on, Michael? How are we doing today? Oh, it's another
0: day, uh, another, uh, you know, we're sitting high in the league. So, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. We had a, we had a strong couple of weeks. So I've been, I've been feeling pretty good about myself.
1: Yeah. You're, uh, you're two points behind St. Louis and, and, uh, in the central. And then I think you're Cody, what's he at? Six, six in the league. Yes, sir. Six in the league. Look at that.
0: And that's uh two points behind St. Louis with a game in hand. So, uh, uh I wouldn't put them too high up there just yet. We're coming. I, I was tweeting it at, at, uh, you know, Tom on the Blue Nose podcast. So once we caught up to him, I was chirping him on Twitter.
1: Man, I told him, I was like, uh, you really need a win against uh, New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> the other day I was like, you got to win that. Because uh, Dallas, Dallas was on a, a, on a rampage going through Canada, man, just taking on everybody.
0: Yeah, I mean, we lost there finally. Uh, the party kind of came to an end there in overtime versus the, uh, the Sens. But, I mean, we were down, uh, I think we were down, three one or add to the sends there. So, or no, we, we came back. It was a wild game, but we won it for, we lost it four three in overtime, but we were losing three nothing there for a sec.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, that, that's what I'm, that's what I'm most, I guess I'm most excited about with Dallas is that, um, you know, it started off like there wasn't a lot of, um, there wasn't a lot of scoring, you know, uh, chances there, but scoring wasn't there. Um, and now these guys are just, you know when they need a point, when you know when they need a goal, they're getting it. You know, uh, playing some really good hockey right now. Yeah, they're just sticking to the game plan. They're they're
0: never uh, they're never faltering. I think that's the big thing is they'll get down a couple goals and they just know they're going to come back. It's it's
1: kind of crazy to watch. Right, and uh, and I mean, Joe Pavelski's starting to starting to get a little motion out there in Dallas, man.
0: Well, so so everyone's honestly everyone we needs to score is starting to heat up, which is honestly a good segue. So now Cody. You were at this most uh, not, uh the last time that the Stars played Carolina this last Tuesday, a home game, and more importantly, Jamie Ben had a hat trick in that game. Just yes, I want to get uh, your feeling in the building. You know, when once he puts that third goal in.
2: Oh no, dude! It was I, I like I said, it's, it's been a while since I've been to a NHL game, but no, the place was absolutely fucking insane. You uh, know, it, it definitely took him a while. You uh, know, you know, it seemed like the crowd wasn't all that into it, but uh. The more, you know, uh, the harder they played, the the better they did. Um, people just – now everybody was feeling it. Uh, shh, dude. Uh, and then he got the hat trick. And it was hat night, too. They gave away free hats. But I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not – it, it was yeah, no, dude, a setup. No, dude, it was a setup. I called it, too. I was like – because after, after he put the second one in, I was like, dude, I wonder if they're going to dump it to him so he can get the hat trick. And then but, they give uh, all the hats back. Oh, yeah, 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 dude. Because then that's the cool thing because it's like – it's like, because I'm assuming that they, you know, they're, they're like, oh, dude, everyone's going to throw the hat, whatever. So they, the whole store is like 20% off on all the hats or whatever. Oh, that's so sick. And I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> like, because I was like, I left my hat on and shit. And then it uh-huh. was like, like a few minutes later, it was like, everybody, you know, whatever, 20% off at the store. And I was like, oh, <laughs> dude, I could have got something so much cooler for super cheap. Look, so, did case- was, uh, so did not you not lose even-
0: a cap? Did you
1: lose a cap there?
2: No, nah, man. I, no, uh, you did lose one. No, I held. I held on to it, man.
1: <laughs> it's it's a brand new cap. I I kind of feel him on that. Um, you know, <laughs> shit's shit's a little costly out here, but uh, I mean, this kid's this kid's insane. He goes to hockey games, um, and he always goes to games that end up having um, like some type of hat trick. Like he went to Nashville and what was Cal Caliorn fucking hat trick. It's a hat trick like last year.
2: And every every NHL game that I've been to so far, the home game hasn't lost. So Sick. I think I wow. need to start going wow. to some more uh some more uh, games. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah some teams gonna some team's gonna reach out out to you and have you just go to all their games just for the good luck. In San Jose. Let's uh let's <laughs> let's get send something. some tickets, man. I want uh, to go to some get fucking get games. Like... You get a you get a sponsorship deal there. Yeah, get, right. Uh, get the so wheels, now... get
2: the wheels moving on San Jose.
0: <laughs> so now I haven't made it to a Dallas game, so I guess I want to get your just general vibe of like you know, uh, like, like what's, what's the stadium like, uh, you know, are the beers overpriced? Uh, I mean, you said it, it, maybe the crowd took a little bit long. What's the atmosphere like? Like, give me the rundown just the overall atmosphere of going to a, to a home game there. I
2: mean, I mean like I said, it was, uh, it was a, little, it was a little slow at first because like, like the game was about to start and, and me and my girlfriend were running late because the traffic is an absolute shit show down there. There's like, there's only a few parking lots that are like right there next to the arena. So it's like, honestly the best bet is to probably uber but uh so like yeah all the parking lots they there's not a whole lot of them do like mm-hmm. all the rest of them the other side of fucking town <laughs> like it's not like they, it's not like here like you know there's no street parking oh okay no so and, and, and then wild. like and then everyone's getting off work it was a tuesday and shit and it was, it was just an absolute shit show but so we would, thought we was going to be late but uh Dude, like that when like I, I even I texted Corey and I was like, "There's nobody here right now." Like
1: <laughs> I was a little disappointed. Honestly,
2: like I'm I'm gonna call it probably like five, maybe five thousand people. Oh but, wow! Uh, yeah, as as the game kind of went on, as, as I started filling out a little bit, and you know, and then uh, they got the first goal. You know, Jamie Ben took that absolute beautiful pass and mm-hmm. slipped it past Mrazic. Uh no, I do. So the place, uh, it didn't take him too long, but. You know they got they got rocking. Uh, the arena, absolutely beautiful. Like uh, I was telling Corey earlier, it's again it's not like what we have here. Like they definitely maximized in all the right spaces. They didn't you know take up any unnecessary space. Uh, uh, the fans fans were cool. Uh, I did have one guy who was kind of an asshole. Oh <laughs> really? Like, yeah, but I mean other than that, was like it's not it's not like football. Like the, like the fans are definitely a whole lot you know a whole lot nicer. They like, you know. I don't know. I mean, it was it was great. Uh, I can't really compare it to Nashville because those are the only two places I've been. Okay, it's, it, it's just two completely different places.
0: And but, uh, um, what was give? Like what to eat? Uh
2: oh shit! What that? Uh, <laughs> I didn't eat while I was there, but uh, definitely they have a place down the street. It's called Rodeo Goat. We are not sponsoring
0: and, any of these people, but
2: yeah, continue. yeah, not, <laughs> not, not, yeah, not, sponsoring. I'm just, um, yeah. So I, I didn't really get any food there. It was just you know your typical, uh, your typical like a little bar food. Yeah, a little like little bar foods and shit. Uh, the beers beers are normal price. You, like you're not going to go to a major league game in any 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 sport. And so I'm I'm curious.
0: Was... I'm curious though because I recently went to a Tampa Bay Lightning game in oh, Tampa. No shit. All right, and I spent per beer. They're the tall boys. Keep in mind, they're they're mm-hmm. the, they're the long ones. Twenty four ounces. Yeah, exactly. I spent seventeen fifty on a Molson Canadian. One beer. One beer.
2: Okay, no, okay, that that that's a little and that's a little. Yeah, it may, because it's it's an it's
0: import, right? I bought oh, two. Okay. I bought two, and oh wait, so I then 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 the next one I bought, I bought two of them. I bought a Molson seventeen fifty. I bought a local one, Shock Top. Again, not sponsoring any of these. Uh sixteen fifty. <laughs> it was I spent yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent almost thirty-five dollars on two beers. Oh
2: yeah, no. That's dude, that that's like, that,
1: that's that no state tax, man. Like, oh, dude, that's, <laughs> dude, that,
2: that's some otherworldly shit. Cause like Nashville beers, you know, ten, eleven bucks. Down I mean, you know, Dallas, down ten, here. eleven bucks. It's, down here, ten, you know, ten, twelve bucks. It all depends on what you get. Wow, it's must really, be nice. Insane, dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. They were hefty. I, hefty honestly, prices.
1: Yeah, dude, that's I don't know if I'd have been wild. drinking, man. I would've I would pre game that in the parking that, lot.
0: I think that's what we we re- re- realized our, our problem was, you know, after is we should've we should have put something in a water bottle or something.
2: Yeah, no, no, for real. Um but yeah, no, dude. Uh, definitely, definitely go to a, a Dallas home game. Like I definitely I definitely didn't picture it being, you know, like I know most people like oh, Texas, you know, not, you know, not a hockey town, but uh no, it was it it was a pretty fun experience.
0: Yeah, so far all the accounts of people that have gone to Stars games, I know some people that have gone to like went to the Winter Classic and stuff like that and they said the the fans were were incredible and stuff like that. So Dude. it's that's good to hear.
2: Dude, me and Corey were so pissed we didn't get to go to that because we were banking on it because we had just switched jobs and we were like, we're not gonna have to work, we're going to the first, you know first Winter Classic in Dallas, and that was an absolute shit show. It Blew up right in our face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we
1: were we were in the in the Superdome, uh, getting ready to work. Uh, the fucking what do we have? The Sugar Bowl? Uh, so, mm, um, something. yeah, something it was a stupid. Sugar Bowl. Well, anyway, uh, somebody was able to get the game on the televisions. So instead of watching, you know, instead of (laughs) being in the football atmosphere, me and this dude among people are just watching the fucking, you know, the Dallas Stars watching a hell of a comeback fucking Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: what they were down to and came. They were down
1: too, but dude, they they fucking turned the Jets on.
0: Yeah, that was a good game. That was that was a
1: fun game. I remember that one. Oh, dude, (laughs) yeah, we talked right. We talked about it right after that, dude. It was so awesome. Uh. You know, granted people saying, like, like the, was the team was, oh, the ice is terrible. Dude, we, we, we did it, and we just proved that, like, you can have a game outside in the South. It, it looked uh, all right from on TV. Like, the ice didn't
0: look too, like, soupy or anything like that. Right. But uh, you know how they are. They're used to pristine conditions. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's, that's, true. that's what,
2: Dude, that's what I've got to say. And that's another thing, dude. It's insane because, like, especially, like, this year, dude, Dallas is just ripping it up right now. And the tickets are super, super affordable. Uh, yeah. How, yeah? Much, how much you paid? Dude, they had tickets for as cheap as, like, nine bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Tickets were nine bucks a pop. I mean, the granted, they weren't the best seats, but that's another thing, dude. In, in some of these arenas, like I said, I, mean, I'm, I don't know if they differ everywhere, but from where I've been, I, I don't really think I've seen anything as such a, a bad seat. But, um, dude, it was, like, nine nine bucks, 11 bucks. I think I, I splurged a little bit. I spent $20 a ticket. Ooh. Oh wow oh. fancy <laughs> dude, right. <laughs> Man I used to have floor seats like you up against the glass. Nah, dude. Uh, you know what? I'm perfectly fine with sitting in the nosebleeds because you get to see everything. Like I said, there's really no such thing as a bad seat. It's all a good time.
0: Hey guys, I just want to pop in and talk about my friends at Southern Scholar. Southern Scholar is a hockey player-owned menswear company based in Dallas. In fact, their founder still plays hockey several times a week in the local beer leagues in Dallas. They're a menswear company whose primary focus is providing you with a better dress sock option through their monthly subscription or their shop. Simply put, Southern Scholar makes the best dress socks in the world seriously. Crafted with their one-of-a-kind signature material blend and designed with classic color palettes and timeless patterns, their socks are built specifically to stay in place throughout your workday and add a subtle sophisticated twist to your everyday attire included with each pair is their signature style card containing tips tricks and styling recommendations to help you best pair your socks to get the most out of your look every time southern scholar brings you a unique yet professional dress sock which can be worn in the most prestigious of environments Their socks have the perfect combination of stretch, softness, and breathability, providing a true mid-calf fit that stays in place throughout your entire workday. You can join their monthly sock club and enjoy all your member benefits like lower prices, exclusive sales, and access to their member shop, or you'd shop their collection without a subscription. Either way, you'll be saving money using code THPN. That's THPN like the Hockey Podcast Network. And guys, I just wanna say, I have a couple pairs of these And man, they look so good. And then you just put them on, they're engineered to form fit your foot and leg and to stay up on your calf all day. So if you're wearing dress pants, you don't have to worry about reaching down to pull up your socks because they've started to scooch down and they feel uncomfortable. These things fit well, they look amazing. And I hope you guys enjoy them as much as I have. Good stuff, good stuff. Well, so so Bender here, I touched on a little bit uh, last week um, in the, my last episode but I don't think I did it justice and I because I don't feel, fully understand I understand all the pieces that are going on and uh, the Paul Bissonette Dan Carcillo thing you seem like you've got more of a mm. handle on it and I didn't feel like I did it justice and like it's still sort of happening so I feel like uh, I you'd be better explaining it than I would be so if you could catch me and you know the people listening up to be on what is going on on Twitter because Twitter is just an absolute madhouse
1: oh man oh well, I mean, you know, Dan carsillo he he's fighting for you know like CTE and all that, and um, his big thing is that saying that like the NHL like ruined his his life, and you know, um, and I get where he's coming from, you know, like the dude took heavy hits, you know, he was a fighter, but but his style was like he was he was really a bully out there, and you know, Biz and them had had him on spit and Chicklets, they let him do his thing early on, they got to the talk, but you know, like right after that, they they started to having problems, and. It, I mean, this is like two years in the making that, that at least we know of from you know from the podcast. Um, it's just Dan Carcillo just talking kind of out of place. Like, yeah, like he's trying to stand up for something, but at the same time it it's kind of like him being like a, a born-again Christian or like a you know, like like he's just like he was he was a kind of a bad player as far as like being a fucking goon out there, like taking nasty hits on yeah, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and now he's trying to say that like with him feeling like he was forced to to play a style like that he had to in turn like it ruined his career and it, it it messed with him you know he's got all these these fucked up problems with his with his head and shit and concussions well you know I guess biz just over the years have been I not checking him but just softly being like yo like like there's a right and a wrong way to do it you know and I think you're just being a little too fucking aggressive and evidently he's been poking at biz enough And Biz finally just fucking snapped and was just like, look, bud, you know, like, like you're claiming to be, you know, righteous and and you're doing this all for the right reasons. But like, you know, you this is the type of shit that you did to me personally. Like, this is just Mm -hmm. one encounter that that you've done to me. And you you said, you know, you used a hard R and had like swastikas and shit like that. Now, like Biz on on the most recent episode of Spit Chicklets. You know, like everybody was expecting Biz to go fucking nuts and like the whole crew to go nuts. But no, Biz actually handled it the right way and was like, look, you know, like I believe that, you know, we were young kids at that time and and people do change, you know. So like you could have been in a bad place and, you know, you were able to grow up and realize this shit's not okay, and, you know, progress as a human being. But I guess what triggered him the most is that, you know, Daniel Carcillo is, is trying to say that he's a better person now but he's still out there on Twitter acting like a fucking, like a child, like a goon, like just getting completely upset. And it doesn't help that people that are fans of Dan Carcillo and follow him heavily had that same mentality. They're just like online troll, you know, shout out the hockey troll. Like, I don't think he's one of them, but like, it's a good understanding. Like if you fuck with hockey trolls, he's going to go off on you. And I think Biz just had enough of, of him, like, you know, very subtly dissing the podcast and, and the you know, like, what's going on in hockey culture and it's just had enough and just spoke up for the people. Yeah. And so it said, it
0: sounded like in their last few tweets that they were going to sort of talk it out. And I actually haven't listened to the spit and chicklets episode. So it's good to hear that he sort of took the high road there.
1: Yeah. Uh Man. Like when you listen to it, like I'm sure people like, I guess like considering like how fucking drastic of a, of a, of a tweet it was, you know, you were thinking that we were going to get, like, you know, some juicy more shit on there. And, like, Paul was just like, look, I- I'm more upset with myself for allowing myself to react like that. Like, Dan brought that out of me, um, you know. So, like, he apologized and thinks that Dan's a, a bigger person than that now than, uh, than, you know, when he played with him. Um, you know, I just think that Biz 100% handled it the right way. Yeah, uh, Biz had enough and-, and and pointed out that, like, yeah, like like you're saying that you're just and all of that but this is the type of shit you did to me just a, you know a decade ago you know and, right. but then immediately apologized and said that you know it wasn't the best way to handle it i i re, i did this based on my reaction you know so is the whole thing put to bed then have they they buried the the hatchet um i don't know if they fully buried the hatchet i'm sure that they'll have a talk and you know maybe this this episode uh tomorrow they'll they'll, they'll speak on it a little bit more but but um, on Twitter, I haven't really caught any anything back and forth between them. But um, I, I think it really started with like uh, Carcillo jumping on Biz for someone writing a, a piece about uh, just like they followed Biz around and talked to him, and then like to, it was it was basically saying uh, like the the title was like uh, basically Biz was becoming one of the most uh, like the bigger names in hockey as far as like uh, what to listen to like. I wouldn't call him like uh like a Bob McKenzie but like if Biz speaks you you'll listen. Okay, so like maybe like a like a Don Cherry. Like like Don Cherry says some off the wall shit but like you know back in the day Don Cherry comes on, you know, people are fucking listening.
0: Yeah, no. Like Biz Bizonette's like uh he's he's a big figure now. He he turns heads. Yeah, he's
1: he's the he's uh this generation like the younger kids like mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't say Don Cherry but he's like that 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 uh you know that loudmouth figure, and I don't mean loudmouth like he's, you know, like he's ignorant. He's just like that—that that high tempo, like yeah. you know, kid. No, I, he, I a- he really grabs the, you know, the attention of the listener, uh, and that he's like our our version of that. And Dan Carcillo got upset, saying like, I don't understand why he's like the, you know, the head, you know, like why he would be the one that that people would be listening to the most, and you know, it was just taken out of context, and, and I'm sure it, it lashed out from that. It was crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I saw a bunch of you guys firing
0: things back and forth there on the uh, on the podcast group chat, and uh, yeah, I, I, put, I, I was uh, <laughs> I was following along a little bit, but I I and I'd saw the, seen the tweets, but I just it felt like there was something a little bit more than I wasn't following.
1: Yeah, like Hockey Troll posted, it and I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" So I went on Twitter, and it was like fucking like a bomb had gone off, like a warhead had started. Really? It was it was insane. But what was big about it was it wasn't a lot of back and forth. It was literally, literally business has been saying for a while that, like, you know, like even the whole podcast had been saying for a while that, they, that they're they kind of getting sick of Dan Carcillo kind of, like, running their name in the mud and, and you know, just, like, not, you know, unapologetically saying bad stuff about them uh, but not, you know, putting their name in it or anything, like just representing, like, you know, those guys over there. Mm. You know, and just you know, Paul had enough because, you know, they're successful and I and it's not because they're successful, but it's it's because that they've they've gained a following that isn't based off of like you know, like ugliness. Like like people legit listen to them because it's not just comedy. It's it's a really intellectual hockey platform to listen to it's good and, stuff. And it's good content. Yeah, it really is. And and I think that's what upset business because it's like you know, like this is this is something that they grew from the ground. And it's intelligent. It's not there just for the funny quips, you know, it's, it's a intelligent source of hockey that you can get as as much knowledge up to date as you can. And, you know, why not be excited for that? You know, it's like, it's like one of us getting ripped online for, for our hard work. You know, it just doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. And honestly, hockey Twitter gets, it gets more and more volatile each season. Oh, it man. seems it just, <laughs> it, it, it gets like, it gets just like even more intense every season that goes by. Now it just grows in strength and stuff like that. Um, and so now here is my awesome segue. It gets, you know, it's a, obviously trade deadline is coming around the corner. So we have, you know, Twitter just melting down with all that. So I want some hot takes boys. Uh, like, give me some hot takes for for the trade deadlines. I know people have already started to move and stuff like that. Like you know, topoli has been moved, Coleman's been moved, but like I, I want some hot takes here. As far as
1: like who I think, what I think is about to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think is happening here in the, in this uh, before the trade deadline?
1: <sighs> Fuck, man. Uh, it's it's really like I said it. Um, uh, you know, on Monday's podcast. Um, it seems like any. Older guy like really any forward can be moved right now and they're moving for big fucking money, whether it's prospects or picks or really great uh trades like younger for older. So people are getting older guys thinking they're gonna be a good vet in the locker room and getting in turn like a young, you know, uh, prosperous future. And dude, it's fucking nuts. Um uh, I mean who who we had today? Like um, um like Alex Alex uh Alec Martinez Martinez yeah. But for you know, like that's that's an older vet. Uh, you know, who do who went to? Uh Vegas, huh? Yeah. yeah so, you know, Vegas. they got they got they got a two time Stanley Cup champion in the locker room now, uh, and helping with their, their defense. I mean, I don't think they're really struggling defensively, but uh he he's a great addition for that, but gives up two picks for it. So like, you know, like this is a really great chance to uh for a team that's maybe looking for not a not a rebuild, but just a little extra something in the tank that you know to help with success in the future this is a great chance uh I mean I see uh Hugh Dobbins out there and that that's a little troublesome Uh, maybe worrisome not really troublesome but
0: I don't think they get rid of him I think they like him too much and he's playing unreal so Uh, I mean unless unless a team comes forward and like offers them something incredible I think there's like a there's like a there's a point where you'll trade, you'll consider trading anyone if it's like a good enough offer, but like it'd have to be like an extreme like overpay for Hudoubin before the stars let go.
2: Right, dude. In my opinion, Dallas has probably one of the better goalie tandems right now. I don't see, I don't see Kadovan going anywhere. No, I don't think you
0: mess with what they've got going right now. It's so good.
2: Dude, he made he made some pretty uh some pretty great saves in that in that Carolina game, and I was just like, dude, this is like. I didn't I didn't even I didn't even know he was uh what a rumor to be, you know, on the trade block, but uh no, no, so, I don't I don't, so I don't see him going anywhere.
0: You saw him live. He plays a very interesting, like like flashy styled goaltending. Was it uh like how was it watching that live? Because it translates really well on TV.
2: Oh, dude, he was all over the place. Dude was sliding all over the ice, he was like on his stomach sometimes <laughs> and shit. Like uh he made a super good, like he was like on his stomach, but still made like a diving save. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, no, he's a he's he's a hell of a performer, dude. Uh, yeah, no, they on and they'd be absolutely insane to get rid of him, and, and like you said, it'd have to be something really worth their while.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't think. Again, you don't mess with with such a good thing going. Don't no. broke. Don't fix it if it's not broke.
2: Absolutely not. They're playing hard right now. They got a you know they got a good group right now, dude. Um, honestly, I I think they're pretty. Uh. I, I I mean, dude, I like them to take the West. I really do.
0: So do you guys have any, uh, any scolding hot takes
1: you want You want to throw it on here, man? Um, I, I, I could say with, you know, with, with, uh, New Jersey, uh, about to sell, sell it all. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if we just go, go for fucking broke and you see like, uh, uh what's his name's out there? Uh Paul Mary is is on the is on a mm-hmm. possible trade. You know, he's on the list. I'm looking around. Suban? Uh no, Palmary. Uh Suban's saying he wants to stick around. Now Ooh. I'm okay with that, but Suban's gonna have to take some type of team friendly contract when it when it starts to come back around. If he can't agree to that now, I say that's something that gets moved in the future. Uh but Kyle is up there and even Wayne Simmons. Now Wayne Simmons isn't isn't the Wayne Simmons of the past. No. Yeah. But is I mean um, you know two games back two or three games back he had two goals and an assist so I mean he still got it um, I just think you put the right team around him he, he's definitely capable of doing it like uh, he's still he's still mean um, I wouldn't I wouldn't fucking try to tempt him to fight um, but then there's like Dustin Buffalo again like you know what do you, what do you think he's doing right now like is he capable of playing hockey right now or is he is he done you know if he's not fucking done, that's a huge pickup for anybody. Yeah, uh, no, that'd be that'd be the
0: craziest turnaround if he just comes out of retire like like almost like semi retirement out of
1: nowhere to just join like a Stanley Cup run. That'd be incredible, right? Like uh, like a, what? Imagine if he went to fucking Vegas instead of uh, you know, instead of uh, Martinez. Like that that that's a big move for them. That. Anybody that has buffling, like you don't even need him to go out there for anything more than like a checking line. Mm-hmm. You know? That's like
0: uh, that's like a WWE return sort of like story. Oh, absolutely. I, I, that's how incredible yeah, that it's is. It's like The Undertaker. You exactly, know? Like, exactly.
1: <laughs> uh I'ma say it. Chicago's fucking crazy. Robin Leonard to uh, <laughs> man. Um uh, you watch Robin Leonard go to like fucking uh like Buffalo or something like that. You think so? He'd send him back to Buffalo. I mean, I can see it. Like you know, he's he's playing like you know. I, let's just look at him in in you know in New York. Absolutely phenomenal season. You know, he comes to Chicago and he's all down to, to stay and help with the rebuild and help and help rebuild. You know, this fucking team. But it seems like they they're looking like Chicago's make makes crazy fucking trades. Uh, they trade away the future. They literally did what Montreal did way back in the fucking sixties and, and even before that, literally giving away um, our prospects for for French players right now that were doing really good. And you know Montreal hasn't fucking been really that great since '93, and then you know four seasons ago when we were at least making it to the third the third round. But uh, man, I can see someone making a big move to get to get him back and if anybody would want to do it maybe it's uh buffalo with uh what uh Hutton and uh what's their backup? I don't know, Olmark I don't know. Olmark Olmark okay yeah, so yeah. so Linus both Olmark. of them both of them are have been kind of injury prone this season you know mm-hmm. had a great start but both of them you know at uh i want to say it was Hutton early on got hurt and then Olmark looked really good and then he got hurt so it it's kind of been back and forth with that like uh you know what, dude? Like, what? I hate to say it, like, what about like Arizona?
2: I was actually about to say that. Mm, you know, like, that,
1: that, that that Aiden Hills already looking a little banged up. hmm
0: Yeah, Is they, right? yeah, they definitely need help on, especially in goalie there because they, their goalies can't catch a break.
1: Now, I don't know if you saw this. Now, I don't know if anything's going to come of it, but apparently, uh, Mark Bergevin was in was in fucking Colorado the other day. <laughs> so, so you know, the Montreal feeds are going fucking nuts and i was talking to uh i was talking to Habs Knightley the other night and uh you know there's a there's a chance i, I mean i could see it happening uh, a movement of Carey price you, you think they would do but what would montreal want for Carey price oh <laughs> uh, man uh, a solid a solid goaltender in return uh and dude i wouldn't be surprised if they asked something on the upwards of uh, no less than a second a second pick, you know, a second, a second round pick. Like I, mean, I would, I would, I, I would be you, looking for like a prospect. But but at the same time, we have Primo coming up, so it's like it's something that's not really like, I guess would be an issue because if Primo comes up, do you make carry Price to backup? Because if you don't let Primo play, how is he going to get better?
0: Yeah, but you just signed Primo – or Price to a ten point five million dollar deal. Yeah, man. But hey, I don't see him going anywhere, man. You no, know, but. But I think I think if I can sort of piggyback off both your ideas, Leonard to Colorado. I wouldn't be opposed. Hey, to that. hey, I think, hey look, I think that might be that might be something
1: that could happen. Now look at this. Uh, just just to piggyback off of that, so it's a double piggyback at this point. <laughs> you know, uh, this is wild. You know, someone's going to break their back. Uh, <laughs> last night, Paul, you know, uh, Grubauer goes down. Yeah, exactly. So That's what I'm rankings. saying. So, yeah, yeah, holy it's just fuck. for yeah. I think I we're, think we're
0: putting I, pieces together right now. I here, think like. the dude, the Leonard to Colorado's
1: got some legs. I think. Man, you might you might fucking be running away with it. I don't know why you're asking us. You you got the pieces for yourself, <laughs> well, bro. Hey,
0: you guys you guys set me up because I I don't think I would have <laughs> I would have made I I wasn't even thinking about Leonard until you brought him up and then and then then you started talking about Colorado there so I I, I just kind of put two and two together. I think that's it. I think that should be the hook the hook for it like like the uh, the <laughs> teaser for the whole episode. Leonard to Colorado question mark?
1: Man, I'm calling it right now. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh levity to that uh, there there is something to that right there and i
0: think colorado's got enough cap space too i think they've got like a scary amount of cap space too that they could like use it on that
1: man and i mean they're kind of hurting right now you know yeah, yeah you and, just and lost uh n- uh nasim kadri mm-hmm. you know uh Some what's his name um fucking miko rantanen they mm-hmm. blew his shoulder out he's out yeah. for a while
0: do, you
2: have, do, you, do Colorado's always
0: got a problem with interest? I I think if uh, if the trade happens, I'm getting the two of you back on immediately.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's three in the morning, folks. Like, <laughs> nah,
0: because right. because like that's that's. But listen, boys, it has been a pleasure. And if that happens, you guys have a spot on Bender. You're always welcome back, Cody. It was fantastic talking to you. Uh, good to have to like everyone. a little uh, boots on the ground there. Uh, you guys. Uh, I'll give you the floor. You know, to plug anything you want, boys.
1: Uh, you know, as always, you can find me at uh, Buy Vendors. We're on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. Just gotta type in Buy Vendors. Uh, my cousin. I mean, fuck. Y- you wanna say anything? I know this is new to you. No, this is, this is all <laughs> super new to me.
2: No, you know what, dude? I'm just,
1: I'm just happy to be here.
2: Just like you said, this is all new. I like, I like talking. I like talking hockey. I tell you know I'm always down to meet new people except for this fucking dude over here. <laughs> it's always good to talk with other people who appreciate the game.
0: Hey, I, yeah. I feel the exact same way, so I understand. Yeah, uh, and a lot of
2: dude down here, people don't like talk, like talking hockey. Like we always see people wearing hockey shit, and you like approach my like, dude, that's a super sick jersey, and they look at you like smug as fuck. Dude, mm. they they suck. So, no, I definitely appreciate getting to talk uh, hockey with some people who give a fuck. Yeah, other than me, I get it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, no, uh, a lot of people don't don't get it, and uh, he really does – he does deserve a lot of appreciation because uh, he does help me with a lot of stuff when it comes to this, uh, especially, like, uh, online uh, with content. He he keeps me updated when I can't. With us working together, it does help because if I'm having a heavier day, he sees something, he'll send it to me that way – I can be in the loop with it. So, you know, uh, the Bayou benders was supposed to be a three man team. And, uh, you know, it's really just me and him right now and me being the the face of it, but he is in the background helping with uh, a lot more than people think. And, uh, I'm finally happy to have him jump on somewhere and, and get his legs. And, cause, uh, this is somebody that, that I want involved uh, a lot more, especially on stuff like this. He does have great point of views and he's a fucking sharks fan. So it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's been a lot of fun, uh, you know, watching him, I guess, be upset. I'm upset too, because I am, <laughs> I am a Sharks fan. But I'm but broken, like, Let's be honest. <laughs> but I, I guess I can finally be like, now you, now you understand what it's like to see Montreal be so successful, and then in one season go to fucking shit. And it's like, what do you expect after that? And it's like, well, he doesn't fucking know because, you know. Three fucking years ago, the sharks were were in the in the mix, hard as fuck, They they still have been except for this season. So you know. Hey, let, let's be honest. At the beginning of the season, I don't think
0: anyone picked the sharks to fall. Oh this fuck no!
1: Like they, Lose this Eric was Carlson. out of the fucking Lose left Eric field, Carlson. Yeah, uh, not an Eric Carlson. <laughs> yeah, well, no, out with a broken man. thumb. He's
2: so injury prone dude, and he's so that... bad. Bad move. Yeah. <laughs> we'll save it for another cares, one. Yeah, so, yeah so. <laughs> we'll talk,
0: we'll, I, I got a feeling that's a can of worms that, that will take hours to unpack. <laughs> oh, there, man. so so we'll, we'll leave we'll leave it for another one. I'm glad we could be. I could be your uh, you know your christening episode here here, Cody. So uh, uh, it's been a pleasure, boys, and uh, we'll have to have you on again
1: soon. No problem, Michael. Uh, as always, thank you so much. Uh, fucking go go fucking stars, man. Dude, go fucking
2: stars. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude. I I, I think they're gonna take the fucking west.
0: That's what I like to hear, boys. Until next time.
1: All right, Bob.
0: And that is it, folks. Like I said, this was a bit of a wonky episode, but I hope you guys enjoyed it nonetheless. We should have some more exciting guests coming up in the next weeks. And be sure to vote in the player poll for the player profile on twitter i will hopefully have that up either on saturday or sunday so keep an eye out for that if you guys are interested in voting for that or just chirping me on twitter you can follow this podcast at a clean skate pod on twitter that's at clean skate pod on twitter and as always follow the hockey podcast network for all other t- great types of hockey content across the network as well as giveaways and other fun promotional things that we do across the network that is at HockeyPodNet on Twitter as well. I highly suggest you guys go check that. Out. And if you want, go check out Hockey Podcast Network on Patreon. We have a lot of fun content up there. For only a dollar, you guys get a ton of extra content and fun access to giveaways. I'm pretty sure that we, get, uh, we give away um, hockey cards and stuff like that for Patreon subscribers. So if you guys like hockey cards, you should definitely go and subscribe to the Hockey Podcast Network's Patreon as well. And that is it. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. And as always, I will talk to you cowpokes in the next one.